My man Junior on the motherfucking beat with some straight up here. Kush Hay Show. Kush Hay Show. The Kush Hay Show. The Kush Hay Show. Microdose. And that's why we don't play with matches. What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here coming to you with episode 24, episode 25. I don't know. It's volume two of the Microdose. With me, as usual, is Robin Seto. What's good, Robin? Uh, not a lot, Kush. <laughs> is that deep voice because you're surrounded by ash and soot and smoke, or are we trying a new thing here? Yeah, California is on fire. As usual, as usual. As per usual, as per usual. Um, How far away are you from the fires or any fires right now? <laughs> See, I, I know, the, so there's one in Vacaville going that's pretty raging, and that's that's not too far out of town. It's like 30, 40 miles out of, out of Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty close. So we're getting a lot of ash, a lot of smoke. It's real overcast. And, yeah, it just sucks to be outside. So uh, stay safe, y'all. Is, uh, yeah, it's dangerous out there. It sounds, uh, yeah, it doesn't sound fun. It's already hot as it is. And then, I mean, this thing usually just ends up being like a, a thunderstorm that like one we recently had or, or mm-hmm. a spark from a grill or something, something very simple, very should have been benign. And it was just enough to cause a spark. Do you know what started it yet? The one near me in Vacaville was started by lightning strikes. Um, okay. Apparently, yeah, just like the entire state of California got just like bombarded by a thunderstorm one night and there was like reportedly over 10,000 lightning strikes in yeah. over like a 24-hour period. So that was pretty crazy. So those started a couple fires. I think there's one closer to Southern California that was started by somebody. So that one just sucks. <laughs> mm, that's you rarely Rarely, it's funny how as many times as the state gets set on fire, it's rarely because of arson. Yeah, and so it really sucks when it is because of arson. Because oh, it's yeah, like, come on, come on, man, come on. Mm. Oh well. Anyway, let's uh, let's get into some some lighter stuff. Uh, I saw a movie last weekend, a new Netflix film starring uh, Jamie Fox, Joseph Gordon Levitt, JGL, yeah, old Joe Go Lev. <laughs> and then a newcomer, Dominique Fishback. That's a good name. Yeah. Project Power, Netflix's newest movie, uh, directed by the guys who did the best two paranormal activity movies, if that means anything to you, the, the dudes from Catfish. <laughs> yeah. Ariel. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm familiar with those bros. Yeah, so someone actually gave him like a, a real movie to make. Uh, Henry wow. Juiced, Ariel Schumann. They're like, yeah, make, make, us, make us a comic book movie. And uh, that's what they did. Project Power is the best live action adaptation of a cartoon that has never existed ever <laughs> um it's very fun promises a a pharmaceutical company hits the mean streets of new orleans and just unleashes this drug called power and the the gist is you 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 pop it for five minutes you get this crazy ass supernatural ability it's always the same one so you pop this thing three times you're always going to get the same powers There are consequences, though, and side effects. One person set himself on fire and permanently scarred his face for life. (laughs) Another guy just explodes at one point. Like he 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 does this super flex. Like he he wants to punch Jamie Foxx in the face real bad. Even like pops the pill really cool, and then he just he just spontaneously combusts. Just whoops. And then the camera's (laughs) all confused. Doesn't even. It's like oh, I guess we're gonna just move through this, and and away they go. 
like most Netflix movies, especially the ones I've been seeing this this pandemic, it suffers from being just too long. Trim off 15 minutes of this film, you, you'll get a much better product. I would like to see Netflix actually get a little more involved in their movies. It's great that they're the studio that's very hands-off, but don't be afraid to step your foot in the water in Netflix. Say, hey, we don't need that scene. Hey, <laughs> we they'll get it from that previous scene. We don't need to repeat that. You know, it's maybe we don't need this teenage girl rapping. It's okay. <laughs> um, it really doesn't. Yeah, we, we get know, her character. She's fun. Creative freedom does need some policing sometimes. Just a little restraint. Just a little restraint. Yeah, I mean, just you know, because uh, sometimes you just get ahead of yourself, and uh, you don't realize <laughs> how ridiculous something is until someone's like, "Come on, really." that and you're like yeah you know what yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean take point an example uh, uh they, uh, they they always make the comparison to uh the first star wars trilogy yes there, there was some studio <laughs> interference with that and yeah sort of made made them better movies because of it whereas yeah. the the prequel trilogy no involvement all lucas all most of it a lot of it bad idea y- yeah just uh, unfiltered lucas so anyway, Project Power uh, comes in a little over two hours long. Entertaining movie, start to finish. I would give it strong three out of five. So all right, yeah, I was not upset that I spent two hours watching it. That's that's, that's something you know because I mean two hours is a significant chunk of your day. It can be. I mean, yeah, it potentially is. So i will say this yeah this this pandemic i think maybe the worst movie i've seen was probably wwe's the main event <laughs> and i mean that, that's i knew what it was and I, it was what i knew so uh, you know, I, in that sense i was not disappointed but right yeah it's a netflix you're you're being consistent but you've got so much room for improvement and i know i know you have it in you son your mother and i we talk about it all the time you can, you can be better you can be the best of us I know you have it in you. I've seen it when you play those video games. <laughs> Robin, you got any news for us? Well, we have a little bit of an update on the floating cinema we mentioned some weeks back. Okay. Uh, um, I, I mis- mistakenly mistitled it Aqua Cinema, but the <laughs> cinema on the water, right? I like Aqua Cinema. I don't know why. that It, it sounds very like... Like Aqua Velva, Aquafina. Yeah, better than Spain. A floating cinema. The fuck. Anyway, (laughs) so what's going on with that, right? So, I've been did a little bit of research on SF Weekly because we were interested in the San Francisco one. Mm -hmm. So, what happens to it? Is it still happening? Is the thing because they put out an article saying the floating cinema is a lie? Probably a lie. Yes, and it's not just like, oh, COVID, and they decided we couldn't do it. But okay. actually, some kind of sketchy stuff. <laughs> Break and, it down. And I'll, it's I'll... interesting. So this guy, Nick Veronin from mm-hmm. sfweekly.com, explains what is going on. So they ran the story, and then some people were like, oh, no, that's probably not going to happen based on like this article written on some guy who is criticizing the same thing happening in Florida saying mm-hmm. like, 
you know, what do you do when you have to go to the bathroom? How are you going to keep the boats like in one spot for the entire movie or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to do this and that? Just kind of like poke little holes basic in it. Questions, yeah. Not that it hasn't been done because they did it in Paris. Mm-hmm. And that's are these two not related? So, yes, this is through a different place, a, a different promotional company. Okay. So the website is kind of weird because they didn't have like tickets for sale or pricing or anything specific really on the website. And I remember because I did go to the, the informational website that was supposed to be promoting the event. And there is nothing but like put your email in here and we'll let you know when things go on sale. And I didn't do that because I don't fucking care. Whatever. <laughs> It seems kind of scammy is what happens. The website they use to host like the ticketing thing is all goofy. Hmm. And then they find out that the company that was promoting the event in the first place is some company out of Australia called Viral Ventures run by these two bogans. And apparently they just like promote all sorts of goofy stuff that are like kind of pop of events. Like they mention uh, Alice in Wonderland themed cocktail party, Pokemon themed pop up bar. Oh my. And like a Lego bar where people can get drunk and build Legos, Lego <laughs> structure. Now that seems like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you just have to be there to see it. I don't know. This guy did, like, this whole investigative reporting of this crazy thing. He, like, went and dug deep and found out that, like, a lot of the events this company had promoted actually didn't come to fruition. So Mm. it's like, what's going on? Why why are they putting all this stuff up? Mm -hmm. And then, like, none of these events ever happen. And then all the stuff, like, all their websites, they all get taken down and stuff. Or they People aren't getting their money back. No refunds are being issued. Well, that's not even that. It doesn't seem like they're even at the point where they're taking people's money. So I guess it's technically a scam because... But they're just they're just promoting these events and like hyping people up for them and then mm. just not putting them on at all. Not even selling tickets. It's just sort of like what happened? <laughs> so what did the weekly find out in the end? Or is that a Um so I guess he actually got in contact with the guys who have this company who are behind viral ventures and it just sounded just like dumb the guy was like yeah you know we promote these events and if they don't get enough traction we just don't put them on basically and it's like well that's shitty mm-hmm. it's still a waste of money even promoting- yeah yeah because it's like you still have to pay for the domains of those websites and mm-hmm. like to put it together and all that shit and you got Sounds like some sort of laundry thing. Yeah, like they they must be getting kickbacks somewhere along the line for something because it's like it doesn't make sense why these guys would promote this stuff mm-hmm. and then not even sell tickets to it, you know, or make any like money directly off. Just be like, oh yeah, that seems like it's exciting. It's almost like they just they don't have a good. idea of how to like gather data on like demographics and stuff like what Mm -hmm. would interest people and it's like you're just wasting your money 
Yeah, uh, I don't really understand these weird Australians. So yeah, in the end, it's like kind of not scammy, but like kind of scammy because like mm-hmm. you're you're like you're promoting these cool things that people would want, but like mm-hmm. if you if you don't think that uh you know it's getting the traction that you wanted from it, and then <laughs> you just disappear like the hell. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. But this guy claims that they're still working on getting permitting and stuff for the San Francisco one. And it sounds like he's, I don't know. To me, it sounds like he was just telling the guy at, at Weekly to just like, oh, yeah, we're we're going to do it. It's not just, I don't want to let the people look bad. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. No, it sounds, it sounds like something illegal is happening that we don't yeah. know about. Well, um, kind of unrelated to everything else, they have a picture like a screen cap from like the viral ventures website that has like all the pictures uh, of uh, their employees. Mm-hmm. And they found out the picture of the accountant is like a picture of somebody that they just stole a picture of. Who's stock from... photo lady. <laughs> it's, a stock, it, it's a stock photo guy, but it isn't even a stock photo. It's like his professional headshot. They just stole from his LinkedIn or something. Wow. So, Basically, the guy sounds like he's full of shit. He's probably doing something illegal somewhere. That's definitely suspicious. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I'm sure it'll make a fantastic Netflix documentary in three years. Um, probably. Yeah, the Firefest documentary. Fantastic stuff if you haven't seen it. <laughs> oh. Oh, um, my God. Well, I guess I, I think this is a good spot to stop. Robin, you, you got a new gimmick here at the Bosnet. What what you doing? I'm doing a little fancy fluffy pieces on craft beer. I'm doing craft beer written reviews on the Bosnet. And uh, I've got two up right now. And I think they're going up on Wednesdays. They, they seem to be appearing on yeah. Wednesday. So I will try to keep that going. I try probably a craft, a new craft beer, at least one every week. Mm-hmm. You're I've drinking been, one right now, even. I what am are drinking, drinking this one. So that's my new little gimmick. And woo, woo, woo. I'm, yeah, I'm having fun with it. Excellent. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. Buy movie reviews from me uh, on, on the Bosnet as well. Kush underscore Hayes on Twitter. Robin, where can they find you on the on the on the MySpace? Where can they find you on Instagram? <laughs> you can find me on the Instagrams at seto.png, seto.png. It's where I post all my doodles because I like to pretend I'm an artist. Right. And then and the few female entrepreneurs that, that are listening to the show, check out Champagne and a Shot Glass, summer series from the Adventures in Heels team here at the Bosnet. Mm. Folks, I've been Kush Hayes. I've been Wobbin. You've been you. My man Junior on the Thank motherfucking you. beat. With some straight up here. Kush Hayes Show. Kush Hayes Show. The Kush Hayes Show. The Kush Hayes Show. Microdose. The Bosnet family. You can be better. You can be the best of us.